Rabbi Jonah of Gerona said, One must ask oneself, What have I done? What have I become? This past week, we entered into the month of Elul, the last month of the Jewish year before Rosh Hashanah, and what I would call the gateway into a powerful Jewish spiritual dimension. Though there are no holidays during Elul, every day is a holy day, during which we have an opportunity to review our life choices during the past year, reflect on how we behaved, how we treated others, and honestly assess whether or not we fulfilled our mandate and obligation as Jews to perform good deeds and bring light into the world. This self-reflection is called cheshbon hanefesh, an accounting of the soul, during which, during which we peer deeply into the recesses of our minds and hearts to face the truth of who we are, not in order to blame or punish ourselves, but in order to repair and make whole again whatever has become broken. These acts of repair are called teshuva, which as many of us know is translated as both repentance and return. In Judaism, repentance is not simply beating our breasts and admitting our faults, but also returning to our best selves by asking forgiveness and making amends to those we have hurt, neglected, or disrespected. Facing the darkest parts of ourselves and admitting our faults is a lot easier said than done. And perhaps that is why our sages designated an entire month for this process. Not only that, but they created a set of spiritual rituals to help us along our path. The most well-known ritual is the blowing of the shofar every morning during Elul. These rousing, powerful blasts are intended to shake us from complacency and urge us toward our first steps of teshuva. There are many interpretations of what the blasts of the shofar stand for. Some say they are a herald to remind us of God's presence among us. Others say it is an alarm to wake us up to the reality that time is short, our lives are finite, and we all will be held accountable for our actions. Still others say they are the sounds of sobbing for our shortcomings or a reminder of the brokenness within us all. If one of these explanations resonates with you more strongly than the others, perhaps that is an indication of where you are in your life and what kind of teshuva you personally need to make. Another ritual during Elul is to recite Psalm 27, which speaks of the assurance of God's protection and includes a plea that God not forsake his people daily during the month of Elul. This idea is reinforced by the idea that Elul is actually a Hebrew acronym for a beautiful verse from Song of Songs. Ani dodi v'dodi li. I am my beloved's and my beloved is mine. A compilation of eight magnificent love poems, Song of Songs is often understood to be an allegory in which the lovers are God and Israel. Thus, as we confront our faults during Elul, we are reminded that God's love for us is strong, compassionate, and forgiving, and that God only wants the best for us. Rabbi Alan Liu, in his book, This is Real and You Are Completely Unprepared, observes that the weekly Torah readings during Elul also offer subtle cues to wake up and take stock of one's life. Parshat Re'eh, read at the beginning of Elul, begins with God enjoining the Jewish people thus, See, this day I set before you blessing and curse, blessing if you obey the commandments of the Lord your God that I enjoin upon you on this day 
and curse if you do not obey the commandments of the Lord your God, but turn away from the path that I enjoin upon you thus. The first step in taking an account of one's life is to look, to see clearly the possibilities laid out in each moment, and to choose the path of blessing. This week's Torah portion is Parshat Shoftim, which instructs the officers of the Jewish army to release from battle anyone who has built a home they have not yet inhabited, planted a vineyard they have not yet harvested, or betrothed a woman but not yet married her. The point here is that those with unfinished business, whose attention may be compromised, are a danger to themselves and others. At a time of year when we contemplate our lives and our mortality, this serves as an invitation to consider what unfinished business is tearing at our hearts. Elul is also a time of year during which Jews traditionally visit the graves of loved ones. This custom not only reminds us of the individuals on whose shoulders we now stand and helps us honor their memories, but also prompts us to think about our own lives and the legacies we will leave to others. Kind words spoken, comfort often, love given and received, which take on added meaning as we enter the high holiday season. And finally, a more modern custom is to read a short spiritual text each day during Elul, a poem, prayer, short story, or teaching in order to help us move away from material concerns and take a little time to work on repairing and elevating our souls. For me, this activity is especially effective in helping me center myself and reminding me of what is really important in life and the kind of person I want to be in the coming year. Even if it only takes a few minutes, when I read something inspirational, it tends to stay with me and often guides how I interact with others. And so, I will close with a short text that I read this morning, which I suspect will stay with me all month as I prepare for the High Holy Days. Perhaps it will stay with you too. For those I may have wronged, I ask forgiveness. For those I may have helped, I wish I'd done more. To those I neglected to help, I ask for understanding. To those who helped me, I sincerely thank you so much. Shabbat Shalom. Thank you.